Well, this is Face to Face Celebration Church. I'm Dennis Watson, and this week I'm going to be talking with Pastor David Ford, the pastor of Celebration Church West Main, and we're going to be talking about the subject, How to Deal with How You Feel. Now, Pastor David, I'm so glad to have you on Face to Face, and I really admire you and appreciate you so much. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family background. You grew up here in the New Orleans region, right? That's right. Well, tell us about the kind of family atmosphere that you grew up in. A single-parent home. My father stopped coming home when I was a little kid. I have two brothers and a sister. My mom worked extremely hard, worked two jobs, and she always prayed for us, always invited us to go to church, and we always caught rides to a church. One of those churches was Celebration Church. So, well, first of all, we're glad that your mom or somebody kept bringing you to Celebration Church because now you're a great pastor and leader here on our staff. Now, growing up in a single-parent household because your father was never there, because your mom really worked two jobs, you you probably didn't learn a lot about how to articulate or to express your emotions. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's absolutely accurate. I think a lot of people who grow up hurt or in those situations just learn how to suppress it and push those emotions and those feelings down because they don't know how to express, don't know how to confess those emotions. I think you're right about that. I know that you're right about that. I I think it's particularly true of men like you and me. Now, recently... uh, Sometime back, you taught a message about how to deal with how you feel. And I want to sort of unpack that message this week. One of the things you talked about in the beginning of that message was about navigating our emotions. And you kind of gave a backdrop on some things we need to understand in order to navigate our emotions well. Give us a synopsis of that backdrop that you gave us. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important for us to learn how to deal with how we feel. If not, how we feel will deal with us. Okay. It's important to have emotions. Just don't let your emotions have have you. Well, that's uh, honestly a lot of people I know of, their emotions control the way that they live and the emotions control what they say and what they do. So you're saying don't let your emotions control you. I'm saying have emotions in the car. Just don't let the emotions get the steering wheel. Okay. That's a good way to put that. <laughs> now, now you're not against uh, being emotional in any kind of way. Yeah. In fact, you, I've heard you say that you believe God created the emotions that we have in our life. Absolutely. God's our creator and emotions come from God. We see that clearly in the Bible. God's a God of compassion. Right. We see God have anger in Psalms 106, love in John 3, 16, grief in Genesis 6, 6. So we see emotions throughout the scripture and God created us in his image. He did create us in his image in the very beginning of time. He said, let us make man in, uh, in our own image. And, and part of that is the emotional component of being a human being. Also, I uh, heard you talked about how navigating our emotions requires understanding how to avoid how to avoid. T- a couple of extremes in our life. Yeah, absolutely. You can't live your whole life based on all of those emotions because God's given us a variety of emotions. So just think about it like a bunch of different colors that you can paint something with. God gives you all of these emotions. Don't just focus on the color red. For example, anger. Uh, fire in a fireplace is a beautiful thing, but fire in a fir- forest is extremely dangerous. So it's important to have those emotions and live with those in the right way. Okay, well, we're going to learn about that. We're going to talk about that today. In other words, it's good to have these emotions. It's good to be in touch with your emotions, but you can't let your emotions get out of control or they'll burn your life down or burn somebody else's life down or bring some kind of disaster to one's life. I think a lot of people in our day and time haven't learned how to manage their emotions. I would agree with that. 
Well, we're talking, I'm talking this week uh, with Pastor David Ford, who's a pastor of Celebration Church West Bank, and we're talking about uh, the fact that God gave us the emotions that we have, uh, the emotions like love and kindness and compassion and gentleness, but he also gave us these emotions that lead us to sometimes to anger over righteous things and those kinds of things. Let me ask you a question to begin with today. Why must we learn how to manage our emotions? What are some answers you would give us as to why we must learn how to manage our our emotions because the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 14 there's a way that seems right but in the end it leads to death so it's you can't just go by what you feel or what your heart's telling you to do it's important to be led by God so God calls us to live with emotions just don't be led by the emotions well you know I hear a lot of people who tell me well my heart tells me to do this or my heart tells me to do that they're obviously saying I'm being led by emotions. What would you say to somebody like that? I would just lead them to the scripture. The Bible says your heart is the most deceitful thing there is and desperately wicked. So you cannot lean on your heart. You have to lean on God's word. I know there's another verse. It's Proverbs 28, 26. It says, those who trust their own insight are foolish. Trust your heart or trust your emotions are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. And so you're saying we need to walk in wisdom. Now, there's another reason why we we should learn how to manage our emotions. You say, you said, you said we should do that so that we won't be manipulated by our emotions. Absolutely. You, you, God gives us emotions to help us to be able to express and confess how we're feeling. <clears throat> emotions are good indicators, but they're horrible dictators. Emotions are great servants, but they're horrible masters. Now, I noticed that the devil and devilish people are oftentimes prone to prey on our emotions. Have you ever noticed that? Absolutely. You'll be able, you'll be manipulated easily. Well, and that happens to a lot of people because they don't have self-control, because they're not able to manage their emotions. There's emotions. They get manipulated by others. If we have no manager on our feelings, the Bible says that we're like a city without walls. Here's another verse that says in the New Living Translation, a person without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. And so we got to learn. You got to learn how to manage those emotions and how not to be overwhelmed or overcome by them because the devil, again, and devilish people will take advantage of them. Uh, what are some keys you've learned uh, when it comes to really managing one's emotions? Well, first, you got to spend time with God. Right. You got to read your Bible. You got to pray. You got to worship. I love the quote. I forgot who says it, but they said, before I spend time with man, I spend time with God. Before I talk to a person, I talk to God. So when you spend time with God, you have the fruits of the spirit. It helps you when you meet devilish people, difficult people at work, difficult people in traffic. It's going to help you because you've been spending time in the presence of God. I believe that was Barclay in his commentary who said that the early Christians met with God before they met with man. So that's an important part of not allowing someone or something to manipulate your emotions. Any other thoughts or insights you could give us there about how to how to can keep from being manipulated by the devil or devilish people when it comes to our emotions? Absolutely. I think it's important for you to remember what God's done in your life. Remember that God gives you those emotions for good. This grief, for example, grief is not a sign of weakness. Grief is, grief is a sign that you love people. And right. so all of those emotions you're able to utilize to glorify God in the end. Well, thank you so much because uh, we got to learn how to manage our emotions, not let them manage us. Now, I'm here with Pastor David Ford at Celebration Church West Bank, and we're talking about a unique subject this week. We're talking about how to deal with our feelings and our emotions, how to how to deal with how we feel. And we've been talking uh, for the last couple of days or yesterday about how, why we need to learn how to manage our emotions. You talked about how we need to learn how to manage our emotions because our emotions are so unreliable. You also talked about how we need to learn how to manage our emotions because 
because if we don't, we can be manipulated by the devil and devilish people in our lives. What are some other reasons that we need to learn how to manage our emotions? Because we want to please God. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, to be controlled by human nature results in death, but be to be controlled by the Spirit results in life and peace. And I don't know about you, Pastor Dennis, but I know a lot of people who can use the peace of God in their lives. Those who obey their human nature cannot please God. Right. I think it's important to re remember who created you, who are you trying to glorify. When you get in an argument, when you yell at somebody, when you give in the anger, you feel good in the moment. But it always costs you in the end. It's important to give those emotions to the Lord. Well, if you're living to please the Lord, you're going to want to control those emotions because you know, you know that those negative emotions are displeasing to him. You know, uh, you and I know that it really pleases the Lord when he sees people guided by the Holy Spirit and not guided by their emotions. In fact, the Bible says in Galatians 5, 16, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Now, when you find yourself becoming real emotional. Uh, how, how does that lead you into trouble? Oh, man, you say things that you you feel like you want to say, I did not mean those things, but actually you did because out of abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. So if it's inside, it's going to come out. It's like a Coke bottle that gets shaken up. It's going to explode. So it feels good in the moment, but after there's heavy consequences. Right. So many people tell me, my children don't <laughs> listen to me, Pastor Dave. I said, that's not true. You should worry your children always listen to you. Right. They hear every fight. They see every argument. They right. hear every choice word that you speak. It's important to give God those emotions. So when we uh, allow our emotions to erupt and take over our tongue, it's out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. When we allow those things to happen, it doesn't make us a good representative of Jesus Christ. It doesn't. Uh, we, we're not winning when our emotions are taking control. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll be exposed. The truth will come out. So it's important to give those to the Lord. So you're saying we got to learn how to manage our emotions. One, because our emotions are unreliable. Two, because the devil and devilish people can use them to manipulate us. Three, because uh, we want to please God. But there's another reason you said that we need to learn how to manage our emotions. What's that fourth reason? Because we want to succeed in life. Everybody wants to be successful in life. Everyone wants to be successful <laughs> in their marriage, with their children, and their finances. Proverbs chapter 5 tells us people get lost and die because of their foolishness and lack of self-control. Well, you know what I've noticed over the years? I've noticed that some of the people I've met who are the most successful in life, it's not because they're the smartest or the most gifted or because they have the most charisma, but it's probably because they've just learned how to manage their emotions. Absolutely. That's just what the Bible talks about there. It says First uh, Peter chapter 4, verse 2, From now on, you must live the rest of your earthly lives controlled by God's will and not by human desires. What does that mean to you? Uh, it's important to go back and read that verse and know that if you live by your own human desires, you're going to face consequences. But when you walk in God's way, it will lead to life. Well, today I'm here with Pastor David Ford. He's the pastor of Celebration Church West Bank. And God's been using him in a great and mighty way there on the West Bank. And he came from a came from a hard background. Tell us a little bit about your background again. Yeah, so my father stopped coming home when I was just a little kid. Two brothers and a sister. We grew up in government housing on food stamps. Very poor, but I had a praying mom. Don't ever stop praying, parents. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen in your, in your children's lives. You never know what's going to happen. So there in that single-parent household where well, your mom was also gone because she was working two jobs, you, you learn how to suppress your emotions rather than to actually deal with them. So the last couple of weeks, uh, actually, the last couple of days, we've been talking about why we need to learn how to manage our emotions. Today and tomorrow, I want to talk about what are some steps we can take to manage 
unwanted feelings and unwanted emotions in our lives. What's a couple of answers you would give to that question? Number one, you got to name them. What you do you gotta, mean by that? You've got to name your those emotions. Well, so many people have heard the phrase, you gotta name, you gotta name it and claim it, but I want to give you a new phrase. You have to name it to tame it. Okay. You can't heal because you keep on pretending like you're not hurt. But the moment you can express, hey, that hurt, hey, I'm healing, and you can name those emotions. That's your first step to uh, becoming healed in your life. The Bible says to confess those things. Number one, you confess to God, but number one, you find trusted people that you can confess those things, those hurts to those emotions with and healing will start to take place. So you got to ask yourself, what am I really feeling? Absolutely. And identify those feelings. What am I really feeling? You see, if you, if what, what you're saying is actually true, if we, if we don't, if we're not able to name it, we can't manage a vague feeling. We can only change and control. We can only manage something that we've identified. And if we don't know what the problem is in our life, then we certainly won't work on it. And so we got to really know how to name those emotions. So, so we got to ask ourselves, what am I really feeling? The other question we have to ask ourselves is, what are my triggers? What triggers this? What causes me to have this kind of feeling? What are some triggers you found that causes people to really uh, become overwhelmed by their emotions? I want to tell you a story about one of the triggers in this lady's life. She yeah. had a few children mm-hmm. and she needed help moving. Well, her, none of her children answered her phone calls. <laughs> none of them uh, answered her text messages, but she needed help moving. You know right. who really loves you when they help you move your house. Yeah, yes, right. That's right. And so she had a Stradivarius violin, the most expensive violin in the world and all her children cared about was her violin because that was their that was their inheritance mm-hmm. but when it came time for the children to help their mom none of them showed up the mom was so angry she was so triggered by her children not answering her phone calls right. or text message she told her friend take out your phone and record this she started a bonfire with all of her furniture she took out the most expensive violin in the world it's worth millions of dollars Stradivarius violin and she said to all my lovely children I called but none of you answered I text but none of you responded none of them, none of you helped me move my house so as a result I hope you enjoy your inheritance. She took the Stradivarius violin worth millions of dollars and she put it in the fire. Wow. Wow, that's uh, really reacting emotionally right there. And I just want to tell somebody who's watching this or listening to this, be careful what you burn in the fire of your emotions. Be careful not to burn your marriage. Be careful not to burn your parenting. Be careful not to burn your your calling, your career, because you got angry, because you got upset, because you're dealing with these emotions. Learn how to confess, not suppress, but express those emotions to God. So managing our unwanted feelings requires naming them. I'm here with Pastor David Ford. Uh, with Celebration Church West Bank, and we're talking about how to how to really get control of our emotions, how to how to deal with how we feel, and we're talking yesterday and today about how to manage those unwanted feelings. And you said it starts with the name of them, but what's some other steps we can take to learn how to manage those unwanted feelings? So name them, that's your baseline. That's where you start, right? Okay, and right. now we have to start taming them. This means that our greatest ministry to others oftentimes comes as a result of our greatest pain. Just as you asked me, Pastor Dennis, what I was dealing with in my life, not growing up with a father, I had to say, you know what? I'm healing. That did hurt. I had to learn how to express and confess those things. I love what Genesis 50, 20 says, you intended to harm me, but God meant it for good for the saving of many lives. And you've heard a 2020 vision. I want to give you 50, 20 vision that what the enemy meant for bad, God will use for good. So it's important for you to name those hurts, to name those things, those emotions, so God can bring the healing and so you can tame those things. Well, you know, I've, I've, I think you're right there. I found what I've found is that oftentimes people, even in that process of taming them and, uh, and naming them, taming them, you also got to reframe those things. You got to say, man, is this what I'm really hearing? Is this what I'm really sensing? Is this what I'm really feeling? I think about people who say, I'm angry. 
I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. They're feeling angry, but what they really are is that they're hurt. And they're never going to conquer their anger until they first address the hurt, until they name their hurt and reframe it. I'm hurt because of, and then they can begin to tame that negative emotion in their life that, that expresses itself in anger, but really on the deep down, uh, the, uh, deep down it's really uh, the root cause is hurt in their life. Sometimes people don't know how to respond to anger, but they know how to respond to hurt by asking forgiveness, by uh, reconciling that relationship, those kinds of things. And so you got to focus on, you got to focus on naming uh, whatever that emotion is, reframing it, kind of look at it from a different perspective. In fact, sometimes, uh, Pastor Dave, what I'll do is I'll tell people, I'm feeling this. Tell me how you would feel in this situation and why you would feel like you feel. And their perspective is different than my perspective. Have you ever found something like that to be true in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to lead with those questions. That's one of the very first questions in the Bible. God tells Adam and Eve, where are you? Now, God is in all places and all times, and God's all-knowing, so I don't think God was asking them a physical question because he knew where they were at. He was asking them, I believe, an emotional question. Where are you? I think it's important in those conversations when you talk to people to ask those, lead with your questions, not with accusations. So lead with a question. Where are you? How are you? And allow people and then wait. Yeah. Typically, they're not going to start first. They start, I'm good. I'm fine. But then you see the tears start to roll after a few minutes of waiting. I think another question you have to answer, you have to ask is, is it true? Is it true? A lot of times, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel unloved by my wife. Now, that's not true. My wife loves me. She's been loving me for 42 years. But I'll feel like, man, I don't feel real love by my wife today. Or she might think, I don't feel real love by my husband. And that's not true. It's just how you feel because of the circumstances of that. You got to ask yourself, why am I feeling like I'm feeling? And then you got to ask yourself, is this really true? And a lot of times, especially when it's a negative emotion, it's not really true in our lives. And then we got to tame them. We got to tame those emotions. Uh, uh, sometimes it means changing those emotions. The Bible says that our attitude must be the same as Christ Jesus. And sometimes that means channeling our emotions so we can do something that will take our mind off those negative emotions. Any other thoughts you have for us about how to how to deal with how we feel? Yeah, I want to leave people with this verse in Zechariah chapter four. You will not succeed by your own strength or, or power, power right? but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You're not going to be able to do any of these things that we're talking about today on your own strength. You may last a week, you may last a month, but fake it till you make it is a lie and it will not last. It's important, the Bible says, to confess those emotions. That's right. Confess and then surrender them to the Holy Spirit. Again, the Bible says when this Holy Spirit controls our lives, he'll produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control over our emotions. Thank you, Pastor David. Thank you for all you and the people of God are doing on the West Bank of New Orleans. We love you, Pastor Dennis. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Face to Face with Celebration Church. 